0: Just to note that these incidents of of mass shootings um, have have been increasing over the last couple of years. So prior to that, uh, we didn't have as many. We're increasingly seeing um, a mass shooting uh, is where four or more people are either killed or injured, and we're seeing an increasing number of them. And it's very, very worrying. And it's an indicator, as you've said, of the easy availability of guns. Uh, Guns are designed to kill. They make killing very easy. And we're seeing that with, with these mass shootings that are happening across South Africa.
1: And we've seen various, um, you know, factors over time being spoken about, especially when it comes to the availability of guns. Some are saying that, you know, uh, guns are being stolen. I mean, I remember some of the police stations themselves, for example, people getting into evidence rooms, stealing guns. And we haven't heard what has happened with those guns, whether they've been, you know, found or brought back. But others are saying that the illicit market is also thriving because there are some who are selling these guns to criminals. Let's talk about that availability. Where does it stem from? from what you've seen in the last couple of years?
0: So you're absolutely right in terms of uh, the wide availability of guns in South Africa. And we know that the majority of shootings and other crimes that involve guns involve illegal guns. These are guns uh, that are criminally held. Um, And so we have to focus on recovering and destroying the huge pool of illegal guns in this country. But we also need to close the taps that are leaking uh, guns into the illegal pool. And in South Africa, the biggest source of illegal guns in the country are licensed guns that are held either by citizens, civilians, or the state. So to give you an example, um, on average, citizens report the loss or theft of 24 guns every day in this country. Uh, So if If somebody chooses to buy a gun for self-defense, and it's mainly handguns for self-defense, they stand the very real risk that that gun's going to get stolen or lost and land up in the hands of criminals and be used to either kill, injure or threaten innocent people. Uh, So we urge people to think very carefully before buying a firearm for self-defense. So ways to... To close that pool is to really tighten controls over legal guns. And in your question, you you spoke as well about the importance of transparency. What has happened to guns that were lost or stolen from police stations? We don't know. That information isn't provided. And so we call on the state to be more transparent about recoveries, particularly from the police and the military. Um, At the moment, we, we just don't know the situation.
1: And I wonder, you know, especially when I think about the fact that uh, there's a there's 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 a there's a a billboard, a very big one, when I drive down, um, you know, towards the far east of Tswane, which is calling on people to buy guns and protect themselves. And you talk about these regulations. I mean, listening to President Cyril Ramaphosa, for example, during his State of the Nation address, conceding that violent crime is taking its toll on every South African, and now government wants to end this. But I wonder, though, is there a political will to deal with this issue of regulations once and for all? we all know we live in an incredibly violent country.
0: are uh, 31 people are shot and killed every day in this country. So adding more guns to the mix is not going to create safer communities. We do need more accountability. We do need more transparency and we do need more professionalism within the criminal justice system. And until that happens people are going to be looking at ways to protect themselves and the risk is that they're going to buy guns because that's where they feel safer. That's how they feel that they can protect themselves and they loved ones and their property. But the research in South Africa and internationally shows that having a gun for self-defense increases the risk for you as the gun owner, for your family, and for your wider community. And so we need to look at alternatives. The problem is is that those alternatives are not quick fixes. They're not like going into a gun shop and buying a gun. It entails things like fixing the criminal justice system. It entails things like working with communities, for example, in community policing forums or neighborhood watches to all look out for each other. Um, And those are longer term and less simple Uh, solutions, Mm. Uh, but that is what we need to be focusing on rather than deciding to buy a gun.
1: In terms of monetary value, I know sometimes it might be difficult, but just how much does it cost the state to treat uh, gunshot injured patients at state hospitals nationally, if there is even such research?
0: So there is limited research that's been done and it costs billions of rands um, to treat people for gunshot wounds. Uh, And obviously that number's increasing as gun violence increases. But the studies that are done look only at the medical costs. They don't look at all the other costs that are associated with gun violence. And these would include things like the criminal justice system. But even increasingly forensic laboratories are saying that because people are being shot so many more times, that it takes a lot longer to remove each of those bullets and that then adds to already um, overstretched uh, forensic mortuary laboratories. Yeah. Um, so, so even at that level, there's a cost implication and that's aside from the, the psychological um, and, and and actual impact on families where uh, you've had to look after a somebody who's been injured, often people who are shot uh, have extensive injuries and are disabled um, for life. Mm. And that has impacts on the family as well. Uh, So it's a a serious crisis that South Africa is faced with. And we need urgent intervention to deal with this. And that involves two interventions. One is uh, seriously intelligence-led intervention. Um, interventions by the police to recover and destroy uh, firearms in our communities, but also to stop the leakage of licensed guns into the illegal pool. And that means tightening up controls over legal guns held by civilians and by the state.
1: And uh, quite an important point to end off there, uh, Claire. I mean, talking about intelligence-led operations, that um, is is quite huge, and it could, of course, even lead to you know some of the leakages and, and and doors being closed in this particular regard, as you say. But thank you so much, Claire, for that. And really, as you say, things are at crisis level, and it is it it is time to really just look at some of these particular regulations and see exactly how things are going on there. But uh, that was Claire Taylor, Gunfree, South Africa.